Hello there, we are back! Well, sort of, at least. I'm back, solo, this time around. Uh, until life stops throwing us some curveballs. Um, just an advance apology for not posting any new episodes for a while. Lacey and I have been super busy with things going on in real life, and I haven't even been able to do any Chum and Chill content that I wanted to do because I've been out of town so many weekends in a row. But now, here we are, we're here, or at the very least, I'm here, and I have a review slash musing slash chat episode for you today, um, and I also want to apologize, I'm getting over a sinus infection because I went from cold weather to warm weather to cold weather again, and um, yeah, I might sound kind of congested, congested, I hope not though, but anyway, let us get started. Some of us here are aware that I've been somehow delving into some deeper K-drama topics lately, some by choice, some by complete accident. There have been quite a few dramas in most recent months that keep throwing me completely unexpected curveballs when it comes to their intensity levels. Others I went into knowing the intensity, and some I went into knowing the intensity, but I still was in for a bit of a shock. If you go back and listen to some previous episodes, you might be able to figure out which dramas. But one such drama in this episode today, review, not review, musing, K-drama chat episode, I still don't know what to call these, was a drama that was by semi-choice, semi-accident. And I've previously mentioned it in an episode not too long ago when it first started airing. You guys might be familiar with the title, Revenge of Others. I went into it knowing it would have some deeper topics and probably be very intense. Um, just looking at the title, that's kind of a dead giveaway, but also the plot line when I read it, I was like, ooh, but like, it's called Revenge of Others. So like, I knew, but the first couple of episodes threw me for a loop just because of how intense of a level that was. Uh, I was not expecting them to just be like, School violence? Here you go! Like, no filter! <laughs> Nonetheless, I really want to talk about the drama in the female lead, Shin Yeun, who is one of my favorite actresses ever since she debuted in 18. Fun fact! For those of you who are unaware of Revenge of Others, the quick rundown is it follows the story of Ok Chan Mi, a high school student and shooting athlete who delves into the supposed suicide of her twin brother due to her relationship with him and her last interactions with him before his death. She's suspicious that someone actually killed him. Desperate to find answers after the police close the investigation, she transferred to his high school in order to catch the culprit and exact her revenge. At the new school, she meets Jisoo Hun, played by Loman, a fellow student who, in the cover of the night, avenges victims of bullying in exchange for money to pay for his mother's medical expenses. The side gig happens upon him by accident, but he keeps up with it. Uh, due to their similar stories, pains, and struggles, 
Chanmi and Suhan develop a friendship and team up to help and protect each other, along with the help of Sok Jae Bom, who is played by Seo Ji Hoon. But things begin to spiral out of control when the cops are involved due to another student death and an unexpected revelation threatens to shatter pretty much everybody's relationships. Firstly, after watching and finishing We Hero Class 1, which I did a previous episode review on, I want to say that it's nice to see another K-drama that addresses some serious social issues such as bullying. I think Revenge of Others touched on the topic in an interesting, engaging, and effective way, though it may not have been quite as practical as We Hero Class 1. That being said, one thing I do think Revenge of Others did really well is how it touched on the inefficiency of the legal system, especially when it comes to schools and bullying. In this aspect, it perfectly mirrored real-life problems that occur, um, as sad as it may be. And in this aspect, I do think it was kind of realistic as as realistic as Weak Hero Class 1. Um, victims are often left unprotected in cases like this. Justice, and other cases too, justice is denied to the poor and the honest, and the wealthy are able to undermine the truth and the system with their money. And those are all topics that we see that are touched on in this drama, even though it follows a bunch of high school kids. And I think another thing that Revenge of Others had going for it was the overall story of vengeance, especially coming from a high school student. Like I just mentioned, we are so very used to seeing protagonists with vengeance stories who are much older. But it was a nice change to see how the story revolved around a high school student seeking the truth and seeking revenge to those that did her and her brother wrong. In this regard, it really made me think about how much I enjoyed the series All of Us Are Dead, despite not being a huge zombie content fan. One of the main draws of the show for me was the fact that it was such a typical plotline and a genre that I don't like, but it was given to high school students because kids and teenagers react in different ways than adults. And it can be argued that they're typically a little bit more emotional, although of course it does vary by person, duh. But one draw for all of us was are dead was the fact that the high school students without adults were left to fend for themselves and survive on their own and use their knowledge and skills to do so, which was intriguing to witness from an outside perspective. And the same can be said for Revenge of Others. It was interesting to see how the story developed due to Chanmi and other teenagers' choices based on their own moral compass and based on their privilege and also based on what information and facts were presented to them at certain times throughout the show. And so this is one portion where I really want to commend Shin Yeun for her acting prowess. She typically plays cute, fresh, innocent, or overall just really likable characters that just have an air of good about them. Yeun as Chanmi was a perfect mix of realistic, relatable, and honestly a strong female lead, but realistically a strong female lead. Despite being a teenager, she grew up in an orphanage and was the one that was left behind unadopted, unlike her brother. And it's obvious she has thick skin and is pretty tough. She's able to fend for herself and is willing to stand up for herself as well. She's stubborn without it being overbearing. It's a very realistic stubborn like I'm not gonna take your crap kind of stubborn. It was 
so nice to see her actually attempt to fight in this drama as well, even if she wasn't the best at it. Uh, it was just satisfying to see her stand up for herself with her words as well as physically. Despite how strong she is and her personality and willingness to physically attempt to stand up for herself, I feel, like I said repeatedly now, that it is a realistic portrayal. She's not some unbeatable lead character who wins every single time. We do see her fall down multiple times, both physically and metaphorically to the school bullies and to just the situations around her happening and we see her take most of it in stride with her dignity still intact even if she comes out of the situation losing in a sense uh and that's just because she always has her head held high and keeps her head held high she's not like a a haughty character that you dislike she's just someone that kind of rolls with the punches in a in a sense more so than that realistic portrayal, I also think her portrayal of a teenager seeking revenge on behalf of her deceased brother was also very realistic. Chanmi is smart, but she's not a genius, and she's most definitely not a character without flaws. And honestly, I don't remember much of the times when these students were in class, so like, I can't even comment on how smart some of these kids are actually like attending school wise which is kind of funny in a way but in some moments through the series we see her react solely based on the knowledge that's been presented to her with her emotions fueling her in some of these moments she's been wrong or misunderstood the situation but she is also a teenager She's a kid, and she's hurting, and we can tell that she's hurting, and we're hurting with her, and we can tell how dedicated she is to her cause of revenge. Of course, in her mind, as a teenager, she thinks she may be right, and she's going to act on the knowledge she's been given, and that, to me, is what was most beautiful about Shin Yeun's portrayal of Chanmi throughout Revenge of Others. Even if we as the viewers knew she was wrong and we were frustrated she'd fallen into a specific belief so easily, we had more knowledge of the situation than she did, obviously. And so her reactions and actions that she had taken in the drama felt very real. And in a sense, like coming from her perspective, it was logical. So overall, I really enjoyed watching Revenge of Others, in case you can't tell. It's an action-packed thriller with an intriguing storyline that puts you on the edge of your seat. And it wasn't, it wasn't, it never felt like too heavy and it never felt like too boring because, or like slow paced. I thought it was perfectly placed. Um, there are moments where the graphic scenes and the fight scenes are a little too graphic, as I previously expressed in another episode so it may not be to everyone's taste in that aspect but it was interesting to see how they didn't really hold back on that and they kind of just let it all show um there were moments where I definitely had covered my eyes because I and like peeked through my fingers because I was like um guys you're gonna censor this and they kind of didn't uh, throughout the show, you'll obviously have your suspicions about who the murderer truly is, and the writers do a decent job of revealing information only as it is necessary, and only as it truly becomes available to our three main leads. So at points throughout the series, there are moments where it almost seems like everyone and anyone could be a suspect. As the viewer, you end up playing a guessing game of who the murderer is basically with the main characters. There are some clues that are dropped rather quickly and obviously at certain points 
in the show, which does create for some holes writing-wise because it doesn't seem as though things were fully established before another piece of information is revealed to us. But honestly, there's small bumps in the overall writing and in the overall storyline. And if you can kind of get past that, it doesn't really do anything to affect like how good of a drama it is, in my personal opinion. The ending and final villain reveal, although it becomes a little bit more obvious towards the end and you kind of look at what what's happening and you're like ah yes this is where it's going i do think it has a nice twist to it uh at least this as i said is my personal opinion i've not really seen a drama go that direction that the writers decided to do with this one and so for me it was quite a surprise and enjoyable i know there are some people just reading through comments on social media sites that kind of thought it was a cop-out and kind of cheesy. But like I said, I had never seen it done before. And so I was like, well, this is something that can actually happen in real life. And I think it's cool. I thought it was an interesting route. So my only true complaint about the drama was the open ending. While I don't particularly mind open endings in dramas and oftentimes actually enjoy them because it leaves things up to you to kind of decipher where they've gone, this felt a little too forced of an open ending. It really felt like the writers were trying too hard to give the show a happy ending, which, yes, that's what we want. Like, we're attached to the characters. We love them. Um, we, we want that for them. Like, that's just an obvious thing. But it's a show about vengeance and revenge. So it's kind of almost expected that maybe there won't be a happy ending. So I don't think it really matched the overall tone that the show was going for, especially in comparison to how it started out and how it started so strongly. But more so than that, the part of the opening ending that really, really, really bothered me was Suhan's situation. So he has a brain tumor, and while it's nice at the end to hear Chanmi narrating, saying he drops out of school to do his own thing since he's terminally ill, this is still a brain tumor that we're talking about. Um, that's kind of serious, isn't it? Like, does Suhan end up dying? Does his condition stabilize? Did the doctor misdiagnose him? Because quite honestly, his wife was one quack of a police officer. So maybe he got his medical degree out of the same Cracker Jack box. Like, I did not like that police officer. But anyway... There's no real way to completely ignore this bit of information about Suhan because the boy got beat up and banged up way too many times to count throughout the show. So much so that they made him getting banged up a central point along with using the tumor as a plot device to make you second guess whether he was innocent or not due to the rapid changes in personality caused by the tumor. So I'm just sitting here wondering, like, is the dude okay? Did he die? Like, what happened? Was he misdiagnosed? That'd be unfortunate. But, like, obviously there's other dramas that have gone with this main character's sick route and had things work out like a miracle in the end. That's kind of fantasy or fantastical. Like, whatever. It's happened, though. I mean, it's a writer's story, even if it's not realistic. But for how much they really focused on Suhan's tumor and how it seems like it was just kind of forgotten in the end, I was really disappointed in that regard. Otherwise, everything totally perfect. 
Highly recommend the show. Really like Revenge of Others. Thought the cast was amazing and that it did a good job. And I thought it was perfectly paced. So definitely check it out. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I really want to talk about Shin Yeun overall. Uh, I did say that at the kind of beginning of the episode, and you probably guessed as much just by the episode title, to be honest, that I was going somewhere with the topic of revenge, revenge K-dramas, and Shin Yeun herself. Uh, most recently, Shin Yeun also starred in another drama detailing revenge and the extremities of school bullying, but in this drama, she actually serves a minor role in comparison to Revenge of Others, and she is on the opposite end of the spectrum. So many of you are probably aware of Netflix's currently popular drama, The Glory, starring Song Haikyo and Lee Do-hyun. Honestly, I haven't been insanely impressed with many of Haikyo's roles lately, so this drama piqued my interest because it kind of seemed a little different than some of her projects, but in reality, Lee Do-hyun is what really drew me in as a lead character. I personally haven't watched anything for him since 18 again, and I know he played in Sweet Home, but I never got a chance to watch it, and it wasn't really up my alley, but I hear he did amazing, and just having last seen him in 18 again, I wanted to see what kind of role he'd take on now. Shin Yeun appearing, honestly, was quite a surprise and also quite a delight for me with a little bit of whiplash thrown in. For those of you unaware of the glory, the quick rundown is that the show follows the story of Moon Dong-un from her past as a high schooler dreaming of becoming an architect to her eventual dropout after suffering from the brutal school violence to her present as a now school teacher years later ready to begin her revenge on those that bullied her and the bystanders who stood by and did nothing and Moon Dong-un is played by Song Haikyo as the main character in my book The Glory is still technically airing the show was split into two parts uh, so the next part is set to be released soon so I don't want to give a full review of this drama quite yet or go into too many details. I will say that the show is very calm in its telling of the story, especially in comparison to other school violence-based dramas that have come out recently. The glory so far is kind of dry and to the point in its storytelling of Dongun as she moves towards her revenge, which, considering the topic, I do think... It's kind of nice that it's slower paced in comparison to other revenge dramas or at least other school violence revenge dramas. And honestly, it moves at the pace expected of many of Song Haikyo's previous works. So at least I didn't go into it blindly there or with more expectations because I did drop her last work titled Now We Are Breaking Up um, because of the pacing and the blandness. But I do think it works in this so far. I also want to add that The Glory does a great job at swinging between the past and the present and basically painting out a complex picture of each individual character that was involved in the school bullying and who dong is going to get revenge on. I do think the pacing helps with that as well. Uh, and it is one show where I don't mind so many flashbacks. Also, all that being said, it is pretty extreme in its depictions of violence, even more so than Revenge of Others, I would say. So just like with Revenge of Others, it may not be suitable for everyone. And 
no, these depictions are not overly exaggerated for the show. School violence in South Korea, and honestly many other places around the world, even though South Korea is pretty notorious for it, is that intense and that realistic. And there are at least two fairly similar stories within the glory that happened in real life that are portrayed within this drama. So just a heads up there. Okay, so as I said, I'm not here for a full review since the show is still technically airing. I, on the other hand, am here to praise Shin Yeun's acting. In Revenge of Others, we see Shin Yeun as a strong female lead on the good standing side of the moral compass. She's out for revenge in order to right the wrongs that were done to her and her twin brother. Overall, she's good. And overall, as I've mentioned, we've always seen Shin Yeun in young and fresh roles and works. But in The Glory, on the other hand, we see Shin Yoon do a complete 360 degree turn, um, if that's what you want to call it, as she portrays the younger teen version of the main bully, Park Yeon Jin. While Revenge of Others was dark, she was still a decent and good character. But as Park Yeon Jin, Yeon is anything but good. And that's putting it very lightly. <laughs> So this is her first antagonist role, and it's honestly an absolute treat to watch. She's always been really amazing with facial expressions, in my opinion, or at least portraying feelings through her eyes and subtle expressions while she acts. She's obviously gotten better with it over the years, but I I can say that Shin Yoon, being such an avid fan of her, she's very much an eye actor like if you look into her eyes you can really see like what her emotions and what the emotions and inner thoughts of the character is and honestly she is so fascinating to watch as the villain here in the glory because in her eyes you can literally see how absolutely narcissistic and psychotic she is as part Yunjin. and then the creepy smirk smile thing she has going on just paired with the natural pretty face she has and the pretty facade that she puts on, she literally outdoes herself. And it's so thrilling and almost terrifying to watch. But I just, this made me fall in love with her more. I am so beyond excited to see what works Shin Yeun has in store for the future. She's still fairly young. She's still really starting with her career like her career has started but it's now just like really picking up and so now that she's branched out a little bit from the protagonist role to something a little bit more darker and twisted and not just your standard antagonist I'm so excited to see what she does like insanely excited if you've yet to watch any of Yeun's works some of my favorites include 18 and 18 2 he is Psychometric, Meow the Secret Boy, and Revenge of Others, and I highly recommend either starting with some of her earlier stuff to see how she's grown and the role she's played and then watching The Glory, but if you're listening to this and you've already watched The Glory, definitely go back and watch some of her earlier stuff to see the comparisons. She has been such an absolute pleasure to watch grow as an actress since 2018. Okay, and lastly, I promise that when the glory ends after part two, I will be back with an overall review, discussion, whatever these episodes are, if it finds itself to be discussion worthy on a deeper level. I'm sure with the topics at hand in the show, 
it will be discussion worthy, but like I previously very briefly mentioned, I haven't really gotten into a lot of Songhai Kyoto stuff lately, so we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, that is it though for this episode. Thank you all for listening, as always, to my rambles about K dramas. I and I know Bingu, although she is not here, would appreciate any episode feedbacks, reviews, likes, comments, subscriptions, whatever you have to offer. Please share the episode as well. Share your thoughts. Did you like either of these dramas? Are you looking forward to part two of The Glory? What did you think of Shin Yeun's acting? Have you watched both of the dramas? let me know let me know what you thought um i'm not sure if the next episode will be another chum and chill or if it's going to be a regular bingo and chum episode but either way be sure to keep your eyes and ears out for our future content and that's it thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time bye